Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Merrick Garland spoke today. You need to calm down. Mark Robinson. We have so many different directions tonight. You're going to enjoy it on I'm Right. I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Okay. Well, there it is. That was Merrick Garland from earlier today. Called a press conference, showed up late. Of course he showed up late and went up there and owned it. Now, I want to pause here before we get into the rest of the show. we got a great show tonight. Mark Robinson, Raheem Kassam, hilarious light in the mood. We're going to get to all that in a minute. What do you take from that? One, I know this sucks. And you're probably already there, so I'm preaching to the choir here. But don't believe anything these people tell you. And I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you why. This is what was strange to me. That FBI raid was a cataclysmic event for American politics. There is a chance that thing was a crossing of the Rubicon and we never come back from it. It was that big of a deal. I think Democrats realized that too late. And that's why the next day, you remember, the day after the raid, I mean, people were outraged. People were still just outraged beyond belief. The day after the raid, White House washes their hands of it. Nancy Pelosi washes her hands of it. I had no idea. Chuck Schumer runs to the television. Hey, I found out when you did, which is odd, right? Which is odd. And then today, Merrick Garland's supposed to speak and ends up showing up like a half hour late. I have a theory. I'll never be able to confirm it, but I have a theory. They all knew. One, let's get that out of the way. Joe Biden knew. Nancy Pelosi knew. Chuck Schumer knew. You don't send 30 federal agents to kick in the door of the former president of the United States of America without everyone all the way to the top signing off on it. And let me explain why. No one wants to be the fall guy. 
even if you're some scumbag piece of filth communist at the FBI, somebody comes to you and says, hey, hey, here's what I want you to do. Get a warrant. Let's go raid the president's house. You know what you're going to say, even as a scumbag communist? Uh, okay, but... I'm going to need the AG's signature on this. Uh, I'm going to need to know the president's okay with this before you ask me to go kick in someone's door. So they all knew. And I do believe they chose today to make Merrick Garland the fall guy. That's what I think. I think this is a politically unbelievably unpopular move. This is not going to play well with independence. Everyone's looking at this thinking, oh my gosh, this is... This is Banana Republic crazy stuff. Someone had to own it. I think old Merrick Garland got that phone call. Hey, Merrick, congratulations. It's all yours. And I think that's what you saw today. Now, I'm sure you saw there was some crazy guy in Cincinnati. Who knows? Who knows what the story is behind that? Was he another Fed trying to instigate something? Was he some guy who was pushed too far? Who knows? trying to kick in the door. Christopher Ray got up today, and of course, that's what he was very concerned about. Well, as I'm sure you can appreciate, that's not something that I can talk about, so I'd refer you to the department. Um, as to the issue of threats, um, I will say that I'm always concerned about violence and threats of violence against law enforcement, uh, and any threats made against law enforcement, including the men and women of the FBI, uh, as with any law enforcement agency, are, are deplorable and dangerous. Deplorable and dangerous. All right, one, you have now an obligation to think every word out of Christopher Ray and anyone at the FBI, anyone at the DOJ, you have an obligation now as an American to assume they're lying to you. It's not you being a cynic. It's not you being a bad person. They've been lying to you endlessly for over six years. Now, really, it's been decades and decades, but especially the last six years, they've been lying to you in your face, rubbing your face in it. So assume whatever they say is a lie. Assuming if they produce something and unseal everything and show us, oh, we found this in Trump's house, assume they planted it. They kicked his lawyer out for a reason. Maybe they did plan it, maybe they didn't, but I'm going to assume it's all a lie. That's one. Two, let's go back to this thing today. Some guy in Cincinnati shows up at the FBI with a gun. Apparently he had a nail gun and then a rifle of some kind. Someone sounded the alarm. He took off. He ends up in some kind of a, I don't know, half-baked shootout with the, with the law enforcement in a field. It, it doesn't really matter. I need you to understand something. How many times have we played for you on this show that video of guys like Ray Epps in the crowd on January 5th and January 6th very, very clearly instigating that entire thing? Look, I'm not going to play it for you again. I've played it for you a thousand times. How many times have we played that for you? Hey, let's go. Let's go in the Capitol. We played it a thousand times. He's not the only one, remember. There were multiple people who were in the crowd encouraging people to go in None of them have been arrested. None of them on the FBI's most wanted list. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, the feds themselves, DHS, all of them, they instigate incidents. They antagonize you on purpose so you will react and do something, and it'll give them justification to send their goons after you to kick in your door and ruin your life. That's not some weird internet conspiracy theory. That's how they've operated for a very long time. They plant evidence on people. They antagonize on purpose using their people to give themselves justification to go in. Right now, they raid Trump's home. The AG steps up and says, I authorized it. They confiscate the cell phone of a congressman. They're not slowing down they're ramping things up. And I get emails every single day to my show. Every single, I don't know how many I get, a thousand a day, it's a ton. And I try to read all of them. I don't get to all of them, but I try to read all of them as they come in. In the past 48 hours, the emails I've gotten have gotten so dark. People are clearly at an agitation level that they haven't been at before. What am I telling you here? What am I going over all this for? Calm down. I am not here to sugarcoat things. We are in a dire situation right now. 
the federal law enforcement arm. In fact, most of the branches of the federal government have been weaponized against you. I'm not naive. I'm not trying to sugarcoat that for you. I am not. But I am telling you, these people are on purpose poking you in the ribs over and over and over again. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We raided Trump's house. Ha, ha, ha. We authorized it. Ha, ha, ha. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? They're trying to get you to do something illegal and violent and stupid, and they're trying to get you to do something like that because they want to send their FBI goons to your door, to everyone's door, and start kicking it in. Calm down. We have, to, we have to do this peacefully, and we have to do this legally. And I'll get people that say, well, Jesse, if, if not now, when's the time for civil war? Look, I promise you this. If that day ever comes, and I hope it never comes, and you should hope it never comes, if that day ever comes where it's time to take up arms and fight a civil war, there won't be some mystery as to whether or not it's time. You'll know it's time. Calm down. They screwed up with this thing. They screwed up. This was a bridge too far. They got some communist judge to sign off on a warrant. They thought it would be okay or maybe it wouldn't, wouldn't blow up in their faces. This blew up in their faces badly. That's why they've got the Washington Post out there and several other media outlets trying to edit things. Is this a raid? Is this a search? That They know this was a screw-up. We learned the news of the FBI raid on Donald Trump's home in Florida at 6.52 p.m. this evening. The home of the 45th president of the United States has been raided by the FBI. The raid on former President Trump's uh, home. This raid might have pertained to. This raid on his home. An FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. The raid. Hear about a raid on Donald Trump's house. The raid on the former president's property. Yesterday's federal raid on Mar-a-Lago was impressive. We keep hearing a lot of people call what the FBI did at Mar-a-Lago a raid. It wasn't Evidence really a that you raid. Have. Well, yeah, not a raid. Uh, uh, the search. Not a raid. We'll call it a search. Let's put yesterday's search. This is obviously not a raid, technically speaking. New details about the FBI search on Mar-a-Lago. The search on the president's home leading up to this search on Monday. No, man, there was no raid on your home. It's not a raid. It wasn't a raid on his house. This unprecedented search on Monday. This was not a raid. This was not a raid. It was an orderly execution of a search warrant. And those are the facts. They got nervous. It didn't land like they wanted it to land. We raided him. Ha <laughs> ha. It's a raid. We raided him. It's a raid. It's a... Uh, oh my gosh. People were freaking out. I was just a search. Calm down. I'm not sugarcoating where we are, but calm down. Don't let these people, don't let these federal thugs goad you into doing something stupid and ruining your life. All right? All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We're going to talk to my friend Raheem Kassam about many, many things next. Before we talk to Raheem, this is something productive you can do. One, make sure you and your family can access clean water. It's important. Two, emergency food supply. Make sure you have one. Three, practice with your weapon. Four, buy ammunition. And five, get something so you can barter and purchase things if the systems around you cease functioning. Did you see today the city of, of Toronto? Major city, modern city, power, gone. Where would you be? Do you have something in your possession that will allow your family to survive? Oxford Gold Group will mail gold, gold coins, to your front door. 833-995-GOLD. Tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. Look, I love these guys so much, I sent my own father there. 833-995-GOLD. They're totally laid back. They will take care of you. Call today. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. 
Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Joining me now, my friend Raheem Kassam, editor-in-chief of The Great National Pulse. All right, Raheem. They're great at setting up false narratives. They've done it with virtually everything from COVID to St. George Floyd to the FBI stuff. But the election one is interesting because I just like everyone else, I watched that night and I thought this looks odd. This is weird. He was winning. Now he's not winning. But I wasn't sure anything happened until I heard them say it was the safest and most secure election ever. And that's when I knew something bad happened. You guys have been digging into this and I appreciate you for it. What'd you find? Well, look, I mean, when you talk about election integrity, when we talk about election transparency, um, America is expected by the rest of the world to be held up as a shining example. But time after time in recent years, um, we are seeing extreme opaqueness. We are seeing non-governmental actors like Twitter, for example, being brought into the conversation about protecting American elections. Uh, meanwhile, legislators, especially Republican legislators and citizens who are far more in terms of stakeholders than, than major corporations are, or rather should be, because I'm not sure they are treated like bigger stakeholders than major corporations at the moment, are cut out of those conversations when there is a you know citizen-led initiative to protect elections, to start audits on elections early, um, the left and the corporate classes instantly shut it down. The media, of course, amplifies all of their narratives surrounding election integrity, and it's and it's bizarre for several reasons. I know there's so much frustration out there, but we have to we have to channel that frustration and target it somewhere. It can't just be we can't just be angry about the way this works at the moment. Um, so let's talk about something specific. Let's talk about the idea of having audits immediately after an election has occurred. If if the US government and all their corporate mouthpieces want to go out and say, these are the most secure, these are the most safe elections, well then you should have no problem with an audit trail. You should have no problem going through those ballots, having external people, independent people, election monitors, accredited types, going through that data from all sides, quite frankly, and say, okay, and one side will come back and say, hey, we found a 5% discrepancy. And another side will say, hey, we found a 7% discrepancy. And you'll work those problems out way better. But only one side is trying to stop that from happening at the moment, which is which is where all of the red flags are coming from. If America is to have, if Americans are to have trust in their elections going forward, it cannot be for one particular side to say whether or not the elections are fair. It has to be both parties or it can be no parties at all. Raheem, you're a good one to ask about this, although I'm gonna ask an opinion now instead of all the stuff you guys find that are facts. The elections. I have been under the impression, and I talk to people, especially from big cities, that cheating in elections, it's just something that Democrats have done for ages. Democrats have done this for a century. It was just the increase in all the mail-in balloting that allowed them to take the skills they've already been using and turn it into hyperdrive. Do you believe that? Yeah, I mean, look, both sides try to cheat at elections. Historically, both sides have, have tried to gerrymander. Both sides have tried to implement their own mechanisms to, to shut the other side down or keep the other side out or put more mail-in boxes and drop boxes in one part of the constituency than another. And, and this has always been a push and pull between, uh, you know, parties, effectively, which, which, you know, your founding fathers actually warned that this would happen and warned against you know, having an entrenched party system for these very reasons. But in so much as you have them, uh, there has to be a push and a pull. There can't just be a push or a pull, uh, which, you know, brings me back to my last point. Now we're starting to see the uh, institutionalization of only one side getting a say in this. And the other side, when they try and say, well, okay, we would like actually, let's let's talk about the mapping, for instance, on a, on a neighborhood by neighborhood basis during the 2020 election whose money went where to making sure that what voters could vote. And if you can plot that on a map, you can quite easily show which side is is is, is rigging, you know, the election for themselves. And, and we know what was happening there. We know with the Zuckerberg money, 
And the funny thing is about it, about this whole conspiracy thing around the last election, Mark Zuckerberg himself has come out since then and said, you know what, I might play a lesser role in the next election because I got so much heat over it last time, which is an admission. That is an admission that they plowed money via CTCL, the Center for Tech and Civic Life, into the last election. And it is admission that they got caught doing it because he wouldn't feel aggrieved or under the threat of, of, of anything, scrutiny, whatever, um, if he didn't do that. He would come out and say, we didn't do it. He said, no, we're going to play a lesser role. Well, how about Mark Zuckerberg plays no role in an election? How about elections are run for the greater public and not for the corporate oligarchs? And I think this is where now you're seeing a lot of people, and I would warn against this, by the way, because as frustrated as people are about elections, um, there is still no reason to not turn up on election day. You have to do your best even if the deck is stacked against you, but you are seeing a greater and greater percent of the of the American public, including Democrats, a lot of the polling bears out, that don't believe that elections are conducted with, with the rigor one might expect of the United States of America. Raheem, speaking of Mark Zuckerberg, once upon a time you had it out with a Facebook fact checker, and I just thought it would be appropriate to play that video. So, Alan, where do you get off telling me what I can put in my headlines? Well, I don't. You can put anything in your headline that you want. However, if you want to share it on the Facebook platform, my company has been contracted by Facebook in order to make an assessment uh, through which they could put a label on it. Why, uh, should, why, we, should, why should an American citizen have to, have to bypass a filter from you to read a news story on a news website? Uh, because they need, we're, we're adding additional information. We're not censoring. Censoring is when you take something down. Not, that's not what's happening here. Uh, your story. Alan, you've you've uh, delivered several uh, flags uh, onto uh, the uh, National uh, Pulse's page and then had a 30 day suspension on that page. Is that censorship or not? It's not censorship. The world will want to know what qualifies you and your staff to be making these judgment calls when clearly you're getting it wrong. You've got, as far as I'm concerned, you've got it wrong with us we almost every single time. You've, you've got, got it wrong with Jack Posobiec here. Exactly. Okay, so you're telling me you've never got Show anything wrong. Show me something now. we got wrong and we will correct it. You're telling me you've but got nothing wrong. Raheem? They're so spug, man. They really do genuinely think they're above us, do they not? Oh, I've had Alan Duke, who you, you saw there, calling my cell phone personally, um, also making veiled threats one-on-one um, -on -one when, when we've had conversations one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and, and, you know, credit to somebody like Alan Duke for coming on the show and, and having the audacity to stand up for his censorious perspectives. But at the same time, the rationale isn't that he wants to be transparent. The rationale is he's smug and he knows that there's very little that we can do to stop him and his team at Lead Stories from censoring people like you and I. Now, let me just walk you through Lead Stories for a second. It's an almost entirely Democrat-funded, uh, uh, sorry, Democrat-run operation. Most uh, of their donors uh, that work for the company give political donations to Democrats. And when I say most, I mean 95%. Most of their staff come directly from CNN, like Alan Duke himself there, by the way. And it's also based overseas. Lead Stories is effectively based and their technology is based out of Brussels in Belgium, and people will be scratching their heads and wondering why a foreign company that is staffed predominantly with CNN uh, staffers who used to who, who, who give money uh, almost entirely to Democrat candidates across the United States have a have a you know where they get off censoring uh, publishers in the United States of America. And now I've, I've been thinking about this a lot lately and I, I went back to this Supreme Court Justice Hugo Black and when he was asked, he, he was actually in a, a Supreme Court opinion from a, I think 1945 antitrust case involving the Associated Press. And he said this, I'm gonna read it here. He said, quote, the widest possible dissemination of information from diverse and, antagon and antagonistic sources is essential to the welfare of the public. The First Amendment affords not the slightest support for the contention that a 
combination to restrain trade in news and views has any constitutional immunity. And that is exactly what Alan Duke is trying to do. They are trying to restrain the trade in news and views, and they are trying to narrow the dissemination of information, not provide the widest possible and most antagonistic sources against governmental uh, uh, and, and corporate authority and power. And when you look at it from a philosophical basis, most Americans will know in their heart and in their guts that what's going on here is fundamentally wrong. But then you look at it from a technical perspective as well and you know it's wrong. That Facebook contracts lead stories to shut me up. But uh, TikTok, which is owned in part by the Chinese Communist Party, um, also contracts with lead stories to censor things on that platform that they do not like. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't suppose that there has ever been a time in human history where corporate interest and centralized communist government control interest happen to also be in the interest of the wider public. That is the that is the dichotomy we face right now. And the question is how we assail these people. And I think we assail them through transparency. We go through all of their documents. We go through all their relationships. We go through all their data. We go through all their staff. We go through all of the donations that they make. We go through their offices. I went through a propaganda censorship site like Lead Stories. It was called the Healthy Indian Project that is retained by Google. And Jesse, I found that it was a shanty shack on the border of Bangladesh, where they were employing mm. people who are not who are not trained to do this, who have no experience in doing this, but they were trained to censor my content on American social media sites. It is utterly baffling. Raheem Kassam, National Pulse. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, Jesse. All right, we're not done yet. We got Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson still to come, a great light in the mood still to come. First, let's talk real quickly about your health. We talk a lot about this now. And no, I'm not on some weirdo health kick. Don't worry, I'm not going to start drinking vegan smoothies here on the show. But as things have gone crazy, and to be honest, as I get less and less trust in the medical institutions in this country, I have focused more on eating better, working out more, in my Eden Pure thunderstorms, I keep them in the office and the home now. Now, what does an air purifier have to do with that? It kills viruses and mold in my home. My air is clean all the time because Eden Pure Thunderstore is cleaning it. You never have to replace a filter and your entire family will be healthier. I know because mine is. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE, gets you $200 off a three-pack. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. Diligent, aggressive. These are things that we have to be going forward when it comes to the culture war. Because here's what you're going through right now, and I know it's what you're going through because it's what I'm going through. We're looking around at what's happening right now in our culture with all this transgender, queer, parade, all, all the insanity right now. And we're saying to ourselves, oh my gosh, th this is terrible. This is, th this is awful. This is unbelievable. Where did this come from? I'm saying all the same things too, right? Where did all this, it seemed like 10 minutes ago, life was normal and now we can't tell a man from a woman. Oh my goodness. But in our horror, in our horror at what has happened to our culture now, I think we are missing a serious, serious part of all this. They're not finished. This isn't some final form of the repulsive perversion of the American communist. They haven't peaked. They're not looking around right now having a meeting with all the rings in their face and whatnot. They're not looking around right now with each other and saying, man, guys, we finally did it. We finally achieved everything we wanted. We won. They're not even close to stopping. So what's their goal? When, when will they stop? What's the bottom? They never stop. This is unending. You are dealing with evil. You are dealing with demonic levels of evil. There is no bottom. There's no, there's no end point for them. There's no end goal. 
They will continue to turn this society into a bunch of freaks until they are stopped. It is critical you understand that. You have not seen the final form. You have not seen the end goal. This never stops until we stop it. You remember, you do remember what I've been predicting, right? You remember what I said? Within 10 years, within 10 years, write this down, Mr. Producer, within 10 years, you are going to see, you know those little drop boxes you see on the online forms that used to be Mr. or Mrs., you know, Miss, whatever? And now they're all he, him, hers, they, theirs. It's all these weirdo freak things. You're going to start seeing MAP on that drop-down list within 10 years. You know what MAP stands for? Minor Attracted Persons. What a crazy prediction, right? Totally out of left field. You know what? You're right. That was a crazy prediction. Because I gave him 10 years, it turns out I should have given him about 10 days. I'm about to play you a licensed counselor with the Pennsylvania government. This is a licensed counselor with the Pennsylvania government. I want you to listen, and I want you to listen closely. And I want you to understand this is coming for the mainstream soon. Folks, my name is Miranda. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and sex therapist in Erie, Pennsylvania. And today I want to talk about minor attracted persons. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. And those assumptions create harm for an already marginalized population. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to MAPS, instead of the more commonly used term pedophile. And I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to being a judgmental, hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slander them. Take a minute. I needed a minute after I saw it. Take a minute. That is coming for the mainstream. Don't take that as just one bald freak on TikTok. That is going to be the mainstream very quickly. The mainstreaming of open pedophilia in our society. Are you ready? I mean, you're horrified by videos like that now. You're horrified by the videos we play for you now of these awful cultural Marxists and the things they do and the drag shows and everything else. And it's understandable. I'm horrified by it too. Are you ready for videos online of grown men walking down the sidewalk with their 10-year-old girlfriends? Are you ready? Because it's coming. Now, why is it coming? Because of tolerance and turn the other cheek patheticness from the right that has gone on for decades. That human being right there should be afraid to speak like that in public for fear of being arrested and thrown in prison. And yet that thing feels totally comfortable, not only sitting down and videotaping itself, but actually putting itself online for all the world to see. These people are unafraid because we have been far too accepting and nice and tolerant and now Sodom and freaking Gomorrah is here. And don't think for a second that this is just in San Francisco, this is just in New York, oh, it's just these blue places. This is a fourth grade teacher in Texas. I totally get that. I totally get that 100%. The thing is, I don't care. I really don't. I don't care at all. Everybody should try drag at least once. It's really fun. Even kids? Yeah. There's actually quite a few kids that are starting to do drag. What would your family say if you were a drag queen? Get out of this house. Really? Uh, that's what my dad would say. Well, I, you know, you can change people's minds. Anybody can do anything they want. If, yeah. if they want to wear a dress, that's fine. You just if need they want to wear pants. Yeah, I just believe in it. Thank you, Isabel. I'm not going to say what I want to say. 
right now. I know you're thinking the exact same thing too, but we have been way too tolerant. And please understand something. Please understand there's no stopping these people. It is a religion to them. If you think of this as just some kind of sexual thing or political ideological thing, you are never going to understand how committed they are. These are religious zealots. Religious zealots. Religious zealots never stop, ever, unless fear and pain come their way. These people have to be pushed back into the shadows. They have to be placed under arrest. They have to be kept away from our children. And you and me have got to be a lot more diligent about how we treat our kids, where we take our kids, who we give our children to. I'm not pointing fingers at you. I'm just as guilty. Just a couple days ago, took the family out to a movie the new DC, DC Super Pets or something like that. I had heard from a friend it was good. I always look into these movies to make sure there, you know, no, no garbage in there. This time I didn't. Nah, take the kids to the movie. Ah, oh, it should be fun. It's The Rock, blah, 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 blah. Took the kids out, lesbians in the movie, 10 minutes into it. We all have to be better. I need to be better. You need to be better. These people are never going to stop. All right, it's enough of that. We have... A special guest joining us next, North Carolina's Lieutenant Governor. You know I'm a huge fan, Mark Robinson. I have been for a while. I say the guy is a superstar. Every time I hear him talk, I want to run through a brick wall. We're going to talk to Mark about, look, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring up this stuff with Mark. See what he has to say about it. Before we get to that, are you stuck in a timeshare? If you are, understand something. This is the norm. These timeshare companies, it's not all of them, all right? It's not all of them, but these timeshare companies, so many of them, they're trying to get you locked in. When you sign up, you think, ah, a little vacation, home, a little time, away, time at the beach, on the lake, wherever. For them, you being locked in for life is where the real money is. That's why you're still paying those annual fees that have doubled. That's why you're still paying special assessments. And that's why every time you try to get out, they inform you, no, 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 you can't get out. Lone Star Transfer will get you out. Don't believe that lie, you're stuck in there. Lone Star Transfers helped over 16 thousand people get out family-owned company i trust them the stories i get of customers i've sent there thanking me wonderful it blesses me beyond end give them a call they'll get you out they guarantee it and they even give you a time frame they guarantee it 844-310-2646 844-310-2646 give them a call or go to lonestartransfer.com come from a weak, ineffective, jelly-backed people that when trouble happens, we find a safe space and try to find a counselor to talk about it. Americans stand up and fight for what they believe in and will put their lives on the line for what they believe in. They will put their money where their mouth is. And when the times get tough, you had best believe that Americans get going just like they did on Little Round Talk. They don't lay down, they don't back up, they don't quit. They stand up with everything in them and they push forward. Joining me now, the great Lieutenant Governor of the state of North Carolina, Mark Robinson. Governor, Americans right now are obviously very angry, very scared with all the news going on right now and they feel very sandwiched. It feels like the cultural leaders at, leaders at the top and the vile street scum at the bottom are against just normal people and they're they're feeling hopeless. Give us some hope. Well, thank you for having me here today. They absolutely do. Uh, it just seems like there's nowhere to go for the average everyday uh, patriotic uh, uh, law-abiding citizen uh, to go to find any relief. Uh, you know, you turn one way and you have these street thugs who are uh, just on this revolving door of crime, just going into jail, coming right back out, committing the same offenses. Uh, you turn another way and your children are at schools uh, being taught to hate each other because of the color of their skin. You turn another way and then you find, uh, you know, that the government is about to hire 87,000 new IRS agents uh, to harass them. 
Uh, it is just, as I said in that speech, it is time for the average ordinary American to do what the average ordinary American always does. It's time for them to stand up, take control, and take this country back and stop this madness. That's what, they, that's what we always do as ordinary Americans, and that's what it's time uh, for right now. It is time. We have a, you know what, there's a school board banning the Pledge of Allegiance because of the word God. Here's a little video. Um, I move that the Fargo Board of Education rescind the action it took on March 22nd, 2022, in which it voted to begin each regular meeting with the Pledge of Allegiance immediately following the call to order. The board reciting the pledge runs counter <clears throat> to our district's philosophy. Given that the word God in the text of the Pledge of Allegiance is capitalized, and Jim had brought this up in, the, in our previous discussion of this, the text is clearly referring to the Judeo-Christian God. And therefore, it does not include any other faiths, such as Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, all of which are practiced throughout the country and among our staff and students at FPS. It also includes agnostics and atheists. And I think <clears throat> the exclusion of these faiths or lack thereof within the pledge automatically makes the Pledge of Allegiance a non-inclusionary act. Want to point out to everybody that that was not in New York or San Francisco. That was in Fargo, North Dakota. So pay attention to your school board. One, two, Governor, why do we pretend like there's such thing as a lack of faith? There very clearly is a religion in our schools right now, and it ain't the right one. And it's very clear who they're going after and who's not allowed to speak. It's just another case of people, uh, uh, you know, trying to push God out of the public out of the public square. Look. These people can rant and rave and, and try to use all these fancy words and dig around in dictionaries and find the right words all they want. The bottom line is this. This nation was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. If you don't like it, please pack your bags and leave. We will not miss you. I am sorry. This nation was founded on those principles. It was God that stood behind us at every turn. At every turn this nation has ever faced, we always turn towards God to pray towards him to get us out of situations that we get into. One of the things that, that irks me more than anything, and I hate to say this, is that we will have prayers at schools after school shootings, but refuse to have prayer at schools before they happen to ensure that they won't. This country has got to realize something. We have got to realize that this engine that we run on was fueled by those principles that we find in our Bible. And without those principles, this nation will no longer work. Amen. All right, let's shift gears a little bit here and talk about state power. People are obviously very concerned about the federal government right now, and understandably so, justifiably so. We need states, especially states like North Carolina, we need them to protect their citizens from an out-of-control federal government in a legal way. We want to make sure everything's legal, everything's peaceful, but we need these states to step in and start telling the feds no. Is, is that the path forward? Because I don't see how we have another path forward. What other protection do I have from the FBI? Absolutely. Uh, that is one of the reasons why uh, a, a number of months ago, um, um, you know, some folks approached me about running uh, for the U.S. Senate seat here in North Carolina that's going to be uh, vacated by uh, Senator Burr. Uh, and I turned that down because I really believe that uh, what we need now, we need people inside the states, just like you said, to stand up and slam the door on the overreaching federal government and tell them, you will not do this to our citizens. You will not do this in our states. We absolutely will not allow it. We will use every bit of legal and legislative authority that we have at our disposal to push back against an overreaching federal government. Every state in the union needs to do it. And, and the folks in the states need to make sure that they vote people into office that are going to be willing to carry that out. Well, Governor, I don't blame you for not wanting to be one of those loser senators, but what about president? Are you, you maybe thinking about that? I've been out there pitching for you. At least maybe vice president or something. you got to get in there. Well, you know, that's not a decision that we get to make. That, that decision would be in someone else's hands. And if uh, somebody wanted to uh, approach us with that, that would be something that we would certainly look at. But right now, our focus is on the job at hand. My, my job at hand as lieutenant governor is uh, to make some uh, crucial decisions on education and other issues here in the state. 
and then moving forward uh, to help the people of this state to get this state on uh, what's already on very firm footing, but we, we've got a lot of things we need to change and we wanna uh, continue to just tackle those goals for right now. Why do you have a Democrat governor? Because I love North Carolina and I hate to have a Democrat governor. Is North Carolina a purple state? Is it red? What is it? North, North Carolina is red for the most part, but it does have a streak of purple. And I think what happened with our governor in the last election was a perfect storm of things, uh, particularly with what happened with COVID. Uh, he was on television every day, uh, you know, basically lying to the people, telling them he was standing up for them, although he was telling them that they couldn't go to church and they had to close their businesses. And, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of citizens uh, felt like he did a good job with that. Uh, they've come to find out, however, uh, after all of the of the hype, so to speak, is over, that what he did was actually, uh, some of it was very unconstitutional, and the rest of it turned out to be a complete disaster for uh, many people's uh, economic uh, well-being. Governor, keep going, sir. We need you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on today. You bet. Now you see. How many, how many talk like that? Now you see why I've been telling you about Mark Robinson for a while. All right. We still have a light in the moon. <laughs> Apparently the, the bloom is off the rose for Dr. Fauci. It's going to be, you're going to enjoy this. Before we get to that, though, putting your money where your morals are is hard. I personally, I'm still struggling with my bank. I've had one of these big banks forever, and I'm still trying to untangle myself from this daggone bank because my bank is all about the ESG stuff, the insane trans stuff, that, that my bank's all about it. So I, I'm not pointing fingers, right? I'm guilty. But let's say I finally managed to get myself out of there. Where do I go? I mean, it's not like banks in your town have signs on the door. Don't worry, we vote conservative here. So where do you go? Go to your phone. Public SQ. Download Public SQ in the App Store. I don't care what you have. Google, iPhone, whatever you have. Public SQ is right there. It tells you which businesses in your area share your values. That is the ultimate tool for putting your money where your morals are. Public SQ. Go. Now, we'll be back. It's time to lighten the mood. And when lightening the mood, what's better than making fun of Dr. Fauci, laughing at Dr. Fauci? Ha ha ha, look at that loser tyrant. Before we get to that, though, do you own a home? If you are a homeowner, you need to understand something. Home title theft is a, a big, big deal. Everyone talk, when they talk about cybercrime, what do you hear about all the time? Oh, identity theft this and identity theft that. Okay, I'm not dismissing that, that's something, but you understand if they steal your home title, forge your signature on it and take a loan out against it, they're gonna evict you from your home, right? Or you're gonna drop 50 Gs on a lawyer. You got 50 Gs laying around? I don't. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and sign up. What that does, they detect any tampering of your home title and they shut it down immediately. Believe me when I tell you, people have already been evicted for this. HomeTitleLock.com. Don't get burned. All right. It's National Mask Day. So since that, in honor of that, I thought it would be appropriate to point and laugh at everyone booing Dr. Fauci at a baseball game.
Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash Who is there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. Over 80 walks, runs, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone. Testosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code Jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. Choq.com code Jesse. Limited time offer. Subscription cancelable at any time. 